It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Is the Dan Grasser Show. Not what I wanted, more of what I expect. That's what I'll say about Steve Cohen's press conference. I'm a patient guy, okay? Now everybody wants, you know, a headline. He is as lost as we are, Gordon, searching for answers. And the other thing... That's not good. I hate to say it. These guys aren't as good as we thought they were. It looks that way. These guys are not as good as we thought they were. Figure out a way. You're the billion-dollar man. Rather than spending $150 million on a rotation that can't go past five innings, do what you got to do to get David Stearns. If that's your guy, let's go. What are we waiting for? We're in year three, so I think Met fans have been patient. They've been waiting for a World Series since 1986. Patience is not the problem. Performance is the problem. This is the Dan Grosser Show. I mean, it's not fifth place, right? But, okay, no, but. On 98.7 ESPN. Fifth place. I'm glad he can smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hardesty and Damon for Dan Grasso, 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damon, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM. Gordon, I got a question for you. Okay. I'm really curious about this. What happened? What changed? With this, we're looking at the the lineup that the Yankees have had. What happened? This is this is so unlike a Yankee lineup, and it's not it's not unusual. This is what third or fourth year, at least the third year that the lineup has been un Yankee like. You know what I mean? It it just seems as though the the pro, the moves have not worked. No. The process has been wrong. The you always wanted you always for when you're watching the Yankees, you always saw them get. The big ticket person, right? The big mm-hmm. ticket player. Yeah, and they've done it arm wise, but they mm-hmm. really haven't done it from a hitting standpoint. It's almost like they've said, "Okay, Stanton's going to be great. We know he's on the injured list, but he's going to be great. Judge is going to be great. Okay, those are our guys. Glaber's going to be great, even though they are they aren't. Judge, obviously, we put aside. But you know what I'm saying? Glaber hasn't yeah. been Glaber since 2017, Gordon. Uh, uh, DJ hasn't been great. The, the, last year was injured. This year slow. I mean, and and there's been no adjustment. So while we we jump on Steve Cohen and the way the Mets have looked and we're saying, you know, as it turns out, it looks like they're not that good. This is a little different. We look at this Yankee lineup and we said, you know what, they're not that good either. But we knew that from the beginning. But the crazy thing here is, and this is what management looks at. It's still over 500. Yeah, like a bunch of games over 500. Mm-hmm. You look at the Mets, they're a bunch of games under 500. And and better roster, better hitters. The pitching is is far. I mean, we can't get a guy to go six innings. I'm looking at Harvey. We're, we're sitting here joking. Singer's got over 70 pitches at third inning. Third <laughs> inning, over 70 pitches. He's not going to be around long. It's back no. to the bullpen. You know what that means. But it's just amazing to see how well, even though the Yankees are not playing, they don't have a, quote, Yankee, unquote, type lineup. They're still performing well. And so if you're management, I get what you're saying. That You can't trust them. They're not giving you a story. But to them, we're winning. We're over 500. Look, we're eight games over 500. We, we don't have, as you say, Gordon, the best player in baseball. And we're still finding ways to win. 
Yeah, the the Mets' performance this year looks it's bad anyway, but it looks even worse based on what the Yankees are doing and have been able to do even without Aaron Judge in the lineup and even with the lineup that they put out there on a regular basis and the injuries that they've suffered. So, yeah, that does make the Mets look a whole lot worse. But in terms of the Yankee lineup, they haven't done anything to improve the lineup. They made the trade for Rizzo a couple of years ago. That was, that was good. People liked that at the time. That worked. Uh, Stanton has not been able to stay healthy and has now gotten old. The Yankees have gotten old, and yeah. their assessments yeah. have been wrong. I love DJ LeMayhew those first two years. He was an MVP candidate. He has not been the same player. I don't know if it's, if it's age. I don't know if it's the injury or combination of the two. Glaber Torres, he has some hot streaks every once in a while, but he's not been the same player. Donaldson, that trade was a disaster. IKF is not an offensive player. He was brought here to, to hold down the fort until the, the, the crown jewel of the system was ready. Volpe is a rookie. The catching position is not an offensive position for the Yankees. So it is what it is. They haven't done anything to improve the offense. And in some ways, kind of like the Mets, they're locked into a lot of these spots, right? You're not going to go get a first baseman if you got Rizzo. Uh, LeMahieu was going to play somewhere, either second base or, or third base, if, if he's considered healthy. Uh, Glaber is going to play. You don't have the Yankees don't have that many legitimate major league players in the yeah. lineup. Yeah, it's just really unnerving to look. And I heard a, couple, a call a couple of days ago on the K show talk about bring up Esteban Floreal. Well, they brought him up. They they have a very they must think he's not able to play. No, they, they hate him. Uh, <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only assessment I have because, yeah, they are desperate for any kind of offense anywhere. He is having a career year in AAA. He's 25, 26, so he's not a young kid. Now, the one knock against him has been strikeouts. His strikeouts are, are too high, they consider. Since when have the Yankees ever cons- concerned about strikeouts? It's true. Uh, so I don't, they clearly do not think that he is a major league player. Uh, that's the only assessment that you can come away with. And if, if I were him, I would be demanding a trade. I can't get in this lineup? This yeah, lineup I can't get in? You mean he could play left field on this team? I mean, he's got like an OPS in the minor. Now, again, it's the minor leagues, but he's right, got like an right. OPS of like uh, almost 1,000. Wow. That that's doesn't translate? Yeah, I, I would think that, that that would warrant something. Man, that's crazy. It really is. It, it's 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 unbelievable. It, it's not what we would have thought about both local baseball teams. Remember last year, this time, Gordon, they both were in first place. They both were rolling. They both were mm-hmm. the Yankees were setting records. The Mets were mm-hmm. rolling. Mm-hmm. It was like the, the the center of the baseball universe was New York City. It was it was glorious. Boy, what a year! What what a difference a year makes. Yeah, no McKinney tonight and no uh, oh, Bowers no. tonight for the Yankees. Why? Facing off against Sears because Sears is a lefty, so they're not going to have uh, McKinney in there. Um, yeah, the lineup tonight, LeMahieu, Torres, Rizzo, Stanton, Bader, Donaldson, IKF, Higashioka, and Volpe. Ooh. Again, that contest we're running where we have to pick a team to, that gets a no-hitter, can you pick against the Yankees? Because <laughs> we might have to pay up then. You never know. Uh, it is the Oakland A's, so you'd like to, yeah. uh, the, the same reasoning I had last night for why the Mets might win, even mm-hmm. though you know Peterson was pitched. I, I have to hope the Yankees can find a way to. Herman has to be better than he's been lately. Yeah, I'm yeah. grasping at straws, Larry. I'm grasping at straws. Listen, at least you got some to grasp at. 
<laughs> at least you've got something to grasp at because it's been like, ugh. it's really been rough, Gordon. It really has been rough. This this baseball season has been just crazy. It really has been. It really has been. And, you know, for for many of us, the trade deadline can't get here fast enough. If you're a Yankee fan, you want to see what Cashman's going to do. They normally do something. Uh, anything would be an improvement over what you've gotten right now. And for the Mets, you just, for the Mets fan, you're just curious to see what the team is going to look like up until then. And, and you know, whether you're going to, which is the scary part, whether you're going to break it down and, and go back and, you know, take a step back from what, where you've been over the past three seasons. And as we switch back to the Mets for a quick second, Gordon, that, that's kind of scary for me. As a Mets fan, that's scary. How far back are they going to go? See, here's what you know about the Yankees. The Yankees, they don't believe in scaling back that we're barely going to be 500. They haven't been under 500. We've talked about this forever. Yeah, 92. And forever. They're always their their motto is we're going to the postseason. You may not like what the, you may not like what the lineup looks like, but it's going to be good enough to get us to the postseason. And then what happens happens. Maybe maybe we're not the odds-on favorite to win the World Series, but we could get hot with our guys late, and we got the pitching, and we can get there. I, I don't know. I don't know what Steve Cohen's looking at here. I don't know what he's. I, I don't know because the pieces that he's going to have to sell off. If they, if they are playing the way they're playing right now, if they're under 500, if there's seven eight games under 500, obviously he's not going to he's not going to buy. He's going to sell. So what does that look like? What does that look like for next season? Does he he wants to see? He wants to on one hand build up the minor league system, which I agree with, but on the other hand, you want to feed the major league system. Well, I don't know if you can serve two masters in that scenario. The major league system is going to take a hit. It's got to. They would be better served tearing it down. And if, if they are going to go get a baseball head of operations, then allow him a, more of a blank slate. Now, it's not going to be a completely blank slate because you're still going to be almost certainly locked into some of these deals and he'll have less wiggle room. The only problem is, do you really want Billy Epler being the one selling off pieces? I don't pieces? think he will be. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I feel like you've done enough. Uh, We're good. (laughs) We're good. Yeah, that's the scary thing. You're right. He was adding. The adding didn't look very good. I can't imagine what the subtracting will look like. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When we return, Gordon, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about the Darrell Rivas-Joe Klecko situation last night. Darrell Rivas has spoken. Oh. And um, maybe there'll be some clarification. (laughs) Maybe not. We'll find out next. It's Larry Hardstein, Gordon Damer in for Dan Grasso on 9870 ESPN. <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, I tell you, when I first heard this story about Klecko and Rivas, it just seemed like something that could so – it just seemed like a minor misunderstanding Mm -hmm. that has grown to a life of its own. I mean, I mean, I heard the interview with uh, Klecko, mm-hmm. and Klecko was like, you know, he's a great guy. I was very impressed with the fact that he even knew who I was, and you know, blah blah blah. And he included me as you know one of the great, you know, great players, and so on and so forth. And it sounded like, okay, well, this is great. Like, what, what could the, what, what could right? The what's the problem? Yeah. What's the problem? And this was on the Jake Asman show, and so Jake, because of this situation and all the hoopla around it. Had Darrell Rivas on, so here is uh, Darrell Rivas explaining what the uh, Klecko situation was all about. The backstory is, you know, him trying to basically call me out in front of a group of Pro Football Hall of Fame staffers that you know I didn't um, kind of respond to his text in a sense, and I just didn't. Um, I didn't really appreciate that. You know, we have a lot going on. I know a lot of people are very busy a lot of things going on and one thing i would never take anything you know away from from joe klecko in in his career you know um he's worked hard just like everybody else who worked hard who who deserves it so i think there's a lot of um you know people that are tweeting about things that they don't know about the backstory that maybe i may tweet about that they don't just really understand in that sense okay um help me out gordon I'm I'm still kind of lost. Yeah, I'm still. I got. I got to admit, I'm still kind of lost as well. Uh, well look, I, I think that maybe sometimes things are just taken. Um, you know, I could say something completely innocuous, and and someone might take it the wrong way, uh, and that might not be the intent of the comment. Uh, I, I mean, they're both great jet players. Revis to me is the best jet player I've seen in my lifetime. And I don't know, maybe there's a little sensitivity there. Um, there is a, a pretty substantial age gap, so maybe that's part of the the, um, the getting lost in translation part of it. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand what the, uh, what the issue is. It seems like to me, just, just, judging, just judging from what Rivas said, it seems like they, here they are in, you know, in front of the Hall of Famers, a bunch of guys, and click, hey! Here's here's Darrell Rivas who didn't return my text. You know, kind of like yeah. needling, needling him a little bit. Yeah, you know, not making mm-hmm. it serious. Not like no. How come you didn't return? What, what's wrong with you? You didn't return my text. How like, dare you not return yeah. my text? No. Yeah. It, it didn't sound like that. Now maybe that's how he took it. Apparently right. that is how he took it. But uh, once again, not there. Wasn't there. But Gordon, knowing Joe Klecko, as I've had the pleasure of being around him on the, on the numerous occasions. He's a kidder. He's that guy. You know, he's he, he's a fun-loving, joking guy. You know, and and Revis, you know, is can be I don't serious. get the feeling Revis is a joking guy. He's not. He he he's, you know, he's kind of a really serious guy sometimes. And if he doesn't know you well, he he won't say a lot. <laughs> you know, he he won't. You got to like kind of build a relationship with him almost. So, you know, it just seems like it, it's 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 a shame it's gone this way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it really is because they are one, two greatest 
defensive players in, in, in the Jet history. Arivas, number one, obviously, because of, you know, the man had his own island, Gordon. Yep. <laughs> so so he's number one. And Klecko, I mean, for you to make the Pro Bowl at three different positions on the defensive line at, at, at that time when he played in the 80s, that's a heck of a thing. That, that Listen, a whole lot of people haven't done it, so that tells you how tough it is. Yeah, and I would think that this could easily get squashed. I don't think that this is going to be a big deal. Um, but uh, look, it's just one of those things sometimes that the, the difference in age, how yeah. things are said for what would, uh, you know, typical joking around from Joe Klecko. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the age gap, maybe it just it, it didn't land the way that it was intended. So uh, I, I think that it's. The good thing is that there's not a lot of competition for those top two spots on the Jets' defense of all time, right? I mean, no. it's not really a question no. of, of the best players of all time. No doubt about that. Well, you said it could be rectified. Rivas was asked the same question. Everything can get rectified. We can make light of this in a number of ways. You know, like I said, I'm going back to being a human, trial and error and, and things that sometimes my mother calls my phone and sometimes I can't answer. We all fall under un, under this in a sense. And, you know, I just think there's something moving forward that we can build on in a sense. And it's never to take nothing away from against from Joe and the things that he has accomplished in his life. You know, we, we're both going in. I think Jet Nation should be excited. We have the Hall of Fame game as well. So it's a celebration for all. All of us. We should have a great time. We should enjoy. But like I said, this content came across my page and it's your show. And as I'm looking at it, you know, you made me relive a moment in time that dawned on me to make me tweet the way I tweeted in a sense about the whole entire situation. So that's my take on it. All right. So it sounds like he kind of apologized. <laughs> yeah. To steal a line from a former Jets head coach, don't hit send. <laughs> don't hit send. <laughs> that's right. It usually works when yeah, you don't. It's, it's not a bad philosophy. It's not. It's not. It'll save you. In some cases, it'll save you some money. Yes, it will. And especially in this culture, it could save your life. Yeah. <laughs> it just might. Tell you. Say back to the phones. Tommy's in Connecticut. What's up, Tommy? Gentlemen, good evening. How are we doing? Hey, Tommy. And Gordon, great, great, great quote from her. You know, you, you can never go wrong with don't hit send. Don't hit send. <laughs> Uh, but I was hoping to talk about the uh, the Yankee lineup tonight. I mean, we got they should have not no, sent hit send on that, <laughs> right? Yeah, no no McKinney, no Bowers. The only guys actually doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping uh, you know G out in right field, you know, you know comes to fruition. And uh, I, do you think this is like the last chance saloon for Donaldson? You know, nice nice soft landing. You know, athletics and uh, the Cardinals, and uh, if he if he can't get it done, and you know these these five six games, it, it might be it for him. I don't think so, Tommy. I really don't. You know, um, we'll see. Um, Thanks, sometimes Tommy. you have to judge. As I said, you can't judge the Yankees by what they say. So we'll see if he starts getting more days off, Donaldson, and they start playing Lemayhew at third more often. Um, well, maybe, uh, but I, I get the feeling that they're not, they're not joking. I think that they think that there's still something in there. And in fairness, for them not to play Donaldson, they would need either Glaber or LeMahieu to really start to play well. Like if one of those guys really started playing well, that would impact Donaldson because the other guy, 
LeMahieu would play third once in a while if, if, if Glaber got hot, right? Um, or if LeMahieu got hot, they'd have to find a way to get his bat in the lineup. Right now, neither of those guys are hot. Nobody's hot. So it does, it does allow them to put Donaldson out there because it's not like he's that much worse than those other two guys. He's, he's worse, that's true, but I don't get the sense that they're getting ready to cut bait on Josh Donaldson. And what do you, you mean? You must mean DFM because nobody's going to trade. Oh, nobody's taking. No, he's he. I think he's here for the year. I, I think I really do think. Now, if they drop out of it somehow, maybe mm. that happens. But I think he's here for the year. That's not good. You, you you want Brian Cashman to admit that they screwed up by taking him, by oh. by making that trade? Oh, not 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 something that they do very often. No, it's not. It's not. And no, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just can't figure it out. The Yankee lineup. It it's not the don't hit send. It's just don't hit. You know, it's, it's like, why did you even call them? <laughs> like, why did you even call them? Uh, they, they obviously thought that Donaldson had a, a, another couple of years left in him. But it, see, it could not have gone worse. But see, Gordon, that's it. But then, then your whole scouting department needs to be upended. <sighs> I mean, you, you, you can't tell me that you looked at video of this guy and you could say, you know what? Oh, we, he's the same guy he was in Oakland. He's the same guy. He's the guy that can get us. He's that guy. Gordon, you can't tell me you looked at him and saw that. Well, I, I, I'll say this. He was better before he got here. Uh, his final year with Minnesota – he had, a, I mean, he was a respectable player. 247, 352, 475, an OPS of 827, OPS plus of 127. 26 homers, 72 ribbies, played 135 games. If you would have gotten that version of Josh Donaldson, everybody would have signed for that. Absolutely. But part of that job is, it's not what the guy just did. It's what he's going to do. And, mm-hmm. and no matter how you thought it was going to go, it has been worse than that. Here's how you know whether or not somebody's made a good trade. Would you do it again? No. Would you do it? Would you go out and get Josh Donaldson at $25 million a season to put up, let's see, in two years, a, a, a slash line of 211, 295, and 383? No, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't. Yeah, we, we need more runway for him. Yeah, Hal, this is why the Yankee fans are ticked off, Hal, in, in case you're wondering. Yeah, that runway should be blown up. Oof. <laughs> oh, it's like the runway in uh, Die Hard 2. Yeah, you're right. Set it on fire. <laughs> that would be a good idea. Really oh. would. Oh, unbelievable. We'll come back and take more calls next on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. So, Gordon, you know, Joe and I were just having an interesting conversation during the break in that, you know, I'm looking at this because Harvey asked me, one of them asked me, who did I think, uh, which was, no, it was Joe, which was more surprising that Senga was still in the game or the Mets only got one run with the bases loaded, and that was on a bases loaded walk. And I said, clearly, Senga's still being in the game. Oh, but yeah, no, yeah. You know, but that's only because Milwaukee doesn't hit the ball either. And then Joe says, you know, you sure you want Stern? <laughs> when you look at this Brewers lineup, are you sure this is the guy you want? Yeah. Uh, Again, he's he's waiting years and years and years for this guy. Did I miss the the World Series appearances for the Milwaukee Brewers? I mean, I know small market team. He's done a nice job. Yeah, but, you know, they got a better record than the Mets. That's true. (laughs) That's a long list. If you were looking at anybody who had a better record than the Mets, you wouldn't have to wait three years to get ahead of baseball operations. I mean, I'm looking at this, and, you know, he got me thinking. Once again, I'm – Gordon, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm really nervous here. I'm nervous about what this is going to look like. Am I going to be, am I going back to a situation where they're blowing this up to us to a, to an extent? Okay, they can't blow it up like Oakland. Well, they, I mean, but because, because they have to get, they have to basically remake the entire starting rotation, <sighs> right? I mean, Verlander and Scherzer aren't going to be part of it. No, they can't be. So what else are we talking about? Jose Quintana? Yeah, it's going to be the ace. <laughs> Carrasco? Senga. I know Senga signed a long-term deal, but I don't think that he's a, a an ace-type pitcher, clearly. It's going it's to so be a- you're going to have to – yeah, you, you, uh, he's going to have to go spend a whole bunch of money, more money on starting pitching. It's going to be a group of three. I, I don't know the Mets farm system. Does, does the Mets farm system have – I would think that if they did have some high-level pieces in the minors, I would have heard of the – I've heard all the other guy. I heard about mm-hmm. Beatty. I heard about Mauricio. I heard about the Entos. Alvarez. Alvarez, clearly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're going to have to go out and, and spend a whole bunch of money. But the first things first is can you get rid of the two guys that you have yeah. leading the rotation right now? And that's going to be hard. To me, that would be the biggest win of this this season. If you can move those guys out and and move some of the salary out to -hmm. clear up spots to to move forward. But I think he's willing to – it's unbelievable. I think he's willing to eat the money. I think he's willing to – if he has to, to get down to what he's got to get down, he's going to have to eat the money. He's going to have to eat some of the money anyway, Gordon, because nobody in their right mind is going to take – and see, here's the troubling thing. What hurts you even more is they really haven't pitched that great. No. For all the money that they're spending, they have not pitched great. All right, you want the free agent pitchers who are available this offseason? Hit me. Well, the first one is Max Scherzer. I don't think that that's one that he has no, a player good. option uh, for next year at $43 million. <laughs> Obviously, Otani is going to be a free agent. That's who I want. Okay. He's good. <laughs> He's real good. He's good, yeah. You can certainly use him. Yeah, good. Uh, Marcus Stroman is the next one. Would you be open no, to I a Stroman return? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Charlie Morton, he's uh, he's almost 40. No, no, I've been down that road. Clayton Kershaw, he's 35. No, I don't, no, I don't think so. I got a guy for you. He's Ooh. young. He's good when he pitches. Uh-oh. But he's been hurt this year. Uh, Uri- Julio Urias, the, the kid from the Dodgers. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Lefty. 
He's only 27. Hmm. Oh, I got another name for you. He's an unrestricted free agent. Just cost you money to get him. Yeah. Noah Syndergaard. You can bring him back. Nope. (laughs) Nope. You got to bring back Syndergaard or Stroman. I I don't think that's much of a contest. No. Stroman's actually been pretty good. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. Oh, man. Yeah, but I mean, and those guys are going to, I don't know what Urias would cost, but it's not going to be cheap. No, it's not. There's another familiar name, Andrew Heaney. Do you want some Andrew Heaney? He's got a player option for $13 million. Listen, if I were him, the way I'm pitching, I'd stay where I was. Oh, I forgot. Carrasco's a free agent after the year. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> how, about, how about Aaron Nola? 30 years old. Restric- uh, he's going to be unrestricted, free agent. Go out and he'll just cost you money. Mm. That's probably going to cost you $20 million range. Yeah, well, you know, Not going to be listen. cheap. There's no, there's no bargains. That's it's the problem. Price. It's a sticker. There's a lot of sticker shock on some of those prices. It's half price. What I'm paying now. Right. That's true. 25. I'm yeah. saving Wait 25. a second. I can get this guy for $25 million? That's What a, a bargain. bargain. Get Throw in another one. Yeah. I can get two pitches for one paying for one. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I can get a bullpen. That's what I really need. That's you what need I really a, need. It's amazing that they're spending with the luxury tax and all that stuff. They're basically spending half a billion dollars on this team. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's, it's got holes everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's not easy to to put the team together like this. <laughs> no, <laughs> you would figure that if you spend that much money, you'd, you'd you'd fall into a couple of good moves. But you know what's what's really scary about it, Gordon? And it's a tale that you get concerned about if you're the Knicks or if you're the Jets, even the Giants to a certain extent is that you really have to be careful who you let go and who you bring back. Mm-hmm. And who would have thought, and we talked about it earlier, Gordon, who would have thought that, you know, I mean, the pitchers that the Mets lost last year, it's been a difference. Yeah. Other than DeGrom, it's been a difference. I mean, Bassett, we talked about it during the regular season. He was outstanding until he got to, to Atlanta. Yeah. The end of the season, he was major. Singer hasn't filled that in. Verlander hasn't filled that in. Scherzer hasn't even filled in, giving yeah. you what Bassett gave you last year. And Bassett hasn't been great for the Blue Jays, but at no. least he'd be like a stabilizing force. It, it just feels like there's, there's nothing in the Mets rotation that you know what you're getting on a nightly basis. They could really use just a consistently good pitcher. doesn't have to be an ace. Just a guy that goes out there on a regular basis, pitches into the seventh inning, and keeps you in a game. It, it's scary because when Verlander doesn't have it, the next everybody behind him doesn't have it either. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, at least last year Bassett could be that guy, but this year you asked, and, and of course it was supposed to be Quintana. We got it. he hasn't pitched yet, but once again, you know, Sanger hasn't been that guy consistently. He's been that guy at home, but he hasn't been that guy consistently. Uh, Clearly, Carrasco has not been as good as he was last year. So you've, you've been missing pieces at the start. And you know the numbers show it. LaGreca mentioned it earlier. The numbers show it. Gordon, if they can get their starters get into the sixth inning or later, it's a totally different team. It's a totally different team. And that's because, you know, you, you get the, the, the little better end of the Met bullpen and you kind of hide the weakest links in the bullpen.
Yeah. But uh, having two guys leading your rotation who are at the age of, of Scherzer and Verlander, it's not exactly all that shocking that those guys aren't pitching seven innings every time out. Yeah. And, it's, and, and unfortunately, what's more scary is they're not as effective as they were in the, outing, in the innings they're giving you mm-hmm. overall. I mean, there's been, you know, Scherzer's gotten better and Verlander's shown you a couple of things. But for the most part, consistently, they haven't done the job. Hit or miss. Right. There's nothing about the Mets that is consistent. No. No, it's nothing. Nothing at all. Gordon, tomorrow's Thursday. I'm so forward looking. Uh, I'm looking forward to it a lot, Larry. I don't. I don't like this shift. I got to be honest. <laughs> I don't like it. You know what the problem is? Is that when we work ten to midnight? Yes. I have those two hours where I can't eat. Oh. And I like having a nice stretch. I like to do this intermittent fasting where I stop eating at like eight o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and then I go into the next day. I, I don't have anything for breakfast, and I have a nice lunch. And it keeps me, it keeps me uh, on track. But the oh. problem is with this shift, I get off at 10 o'clock, Larry, it's like I'm going to the electric chair. I'm eating so much. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, you ever see that show Supermarket Sweep? That's yes. what I'm like in the kitchen. Unfortunately, instead of buying the food, I'm eating the food. It's, it, I'm, I'm, I'm off the charts. I can't, really? I can't do it. I need to get, we need to get back to our 10 to midnight, Larry. Um. So we need to investigate this further. We'll, we'll take a break and we'll come back. <laughs> I got some more questions about this. We'll, we'll come back and find out what's going on in the Gordon Damer household next on 987 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, I love this song. Gordon must do a mean salsa not eating from 8 at night until noon the next day. Yeah. Usually I go to 1. I can usually go to 1. Yeah. How do you do that? Well, I have coffee in the morning. I have a lot of water in the morning. I spend a lot of time in the bathroom (laughs) after that coffee and the water. Takes up a lot of time. But uh-huh. you know what? Now, unfortunately, now with the kids being off school and the Uh-oh. wife being off school, it's it's like it's, it's it's just pure anarchy in the house. People are walking around all hours of the night, Larry. My son is 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 got the Netflix password now. We've had to talk to him. Oh, and he's working, so he's paying. Yeah, he's, he thinks he oh he, he's running the house now. I know. He said, "Oh, I watched a movie the other night." I said, "What movie you watch?" Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, "What do you do? You're not allowed to watch that." Wolf of Wall Street. I said, "What's on the What's on the docket tonight? Caligula." <laughs> Somebody's got to change so that had Pasco, to my friend. The, yeah, this that is Pasco's got to be changed. Steve yep. Madden. Yeah, yeah. 
He's like, it was a really good movie. I said, yeah, it is a good movie, but you're not allowed to watch it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, 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 it's anarchy. It's chaos. People are but, walking around all hours of the night. Go to bed. Get out. Go get. <laughs> but when it's 10 o'clock, you have more control. You put well, people to bed at ten o'clock. I come down and 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 it's 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 whatever happens happens. Yeah. it's out of my control. Exactly. Yeah, when I, I got when you. I'm when I'm done at ten, then I have to go upstairs and I have to I have to play a part in it. Oh my god! It's not, it's not pretty, huh? No, no. But this shift, we have to stop filling in for Dan. <laughs> I can't take it. My 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 my. Waistline is oh stop it impacted. Uh, you got to look good for the big beach bash on Friday. Well, you'll be uh, I don't, you'll look well, great. Look, it's, it's not a whole lot of competition there in terms of people at the station. I'll say that, but uh, still, uh, uh, I look good. I resemble that remark. No, you look fantastic. <laughs> oh man, I tell you one thing, I can't do what you're doing. Eight at no. night to one in the no no. You know what? You get used to it very quickly. I know it sounds incredible. It sounds ridiculous. And when I first started doing it, I said, "This doesn't. I, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that." You do it for a week. It's amazing what one week of consistency will do. You okay. can make a new habit in a week. Okay. And I have an app. This shows you that the sports. Is this mentality. what you learned on TikTok? What's that? No, I I, I, did not, I don't think so. <laughs> But there's an app where it's all it is is really a clock. You start it the last time you eat the day. Okay. And then it counts until and, – and there's something about having a scoreboard to watch okay. where I like to mm-hmm. – now, sometimes I, forget to, sometimes I forget to hit it when I do eat. So then it just Uh-oh. keeps counting. It's like you haven't eaten in 40 hours. I'm like, well, somebody should check in on me on the app. But <laughs> no, they, don't, they don't do that. No, they just count. They just keep counting. And then when you say, I have finally eaten after 40 hours, like, good job. <laughs> good job not eating. That's a smart move. <laughs> right. Good job I'm out of here. Wasting you. away in the basement. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, this, this week, this has been tough. And, and it's the summertime now. Yes. So now yes. we're filling in here. We're filling in there. I'm doing yeah. a show with, uh, with Bart Scott in a couple of weeks. Nice. So I don't I. know that Bart Scott knows this as of yet. I don't know if Bart Scott knows who I am as of yet. Oh, he knows who you are. I, I'm not sure. He knows who we are. We, we, I'm we, trying to, I, when, when I was asked to work with Bart, I'm trying to remember, did I ask him anything when he was a Jet that he might be upset about? <laughs> right. Because you, know you know he's a butt kicker. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> he goes around kicking butts. You know yes. he does. So I'm just like, huh, I wonder if I, you know, did I say anything to him that he, you know. You like the leader of the zaddies. You know. And, and I also, I know I have to, I think I do remember my wrestling from, from that era because he's mm-hmm. a huge wrestling guy. Okay. Huge, huge. So. Yeah, it's gonna be fun working with him. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Looking yeah. forward to it. You know, it's gonna be fun. But you embarrass but, me, man. But but that's the fun thing, Gordon. You get to, you know, travel the work day. You know, you get a little exposure. You know, you get a little little early afternoon. I'm not, Larry, at my age, I'm not looking for exposure. I'm lo- I'm looking to avoid exposure. I'm looking to fly under the radar as long as I can. The power, ow, 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 ow. So it's gonna be you. That might be. I might, I might be forced to. <laughs> That's going to be you. But the real reason why I was concerned about Thursday, Gordon, is because this is the Josh Hart day. Tomorrow's the Josh Hart oh, decision. Oh, that's right. You're right. So I'm, I'm trying to – I'm a little concerned because I don't know what, you know what's going to happen. Are they going to be able to get him to take the lower salary, which would allow them to you know do the tweaks that they need mm-hmm. for some three-point makers, or is he going to not – is he going to, you know, go for all out free agency? And I'm looking as as we discussed last night, maybe have to pay him twenty million. 
and still not able to improve my team the way I may want to. I may, if I give him 20, I may have to only get one guy where if he takes the regular salary, Gordon, maybe I can and, and do some other maneuvering. Maybe I can get two guys. So I'm a little concerned about, about tomorrow. You know, I'm a little concerned. And then there's the news today about uh, OG Ananobi changing right. agencies. You know where yeah. he is now. Yeah. He's a Leon Rose guy. That, 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 where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, baby. That put he, a smile he's on another my face, name that, that, that we've gone down this road a thousand times. I'd love to have him. I think I'd he would jump to, to the top of my list oh, of all the names no that have mentioned, considering Absolutely. what you'd have to give up. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he would be perfect. Now, you know, once again, I don't know how you do it because, you know, Toronto, eh, same division. Like I said, mm-hmm. they owe us for Bagnani. But nevertheless, uh, I would love to have him. Love to have him. That's a 3 and D guy you want. Hits the three. Mm-hmm. Still make you little tweaks and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and you know, now, now you defend the position. Absolutely. Now you got something, Gordon. Now you, you know, now you got something. I, I can deal with Randall. <laughs> Remember he said that. I can deal with Randall. If I got Ananobi and I got, you know, Brunson, I, I got some, I got, you know, I'm not relying on Randall for everything. See what I'm saying? I, I'm not relying on him. He, he could just, he could just be a guy. And th- that's what I would like. I'm wondering would that would a potential deal for him would it be more focused around picks, or do you think you'd have to give up a player not named Evan Fournier? Right, like th- there's a potential like oh maybe you you just give them so many picks that they take back the Fournier contract to make the money work, or do you think that you'd have to actually kind of give them some actual talent from the roster and fewer picks? I think you're going to have to give them something other than Fournier, probably a Fournier and Toppin and, you know, something of that nature uh, and some picks. That's what I think you'd have to do. I could do that. I mean, that's, that's almost like the Josh Hart trade again, where you're not really giving up anything that you're using and you're getting back a useful piece. Because the thing is you got to give, because you're giving them a useless piece in Fournier because they're not going to keep him. So you gotta you gotta make it worth their while. So you probably have to give up another player or maybe another play maybe players. You know. Um and then you just go ahead and, and, and draft choices. Well, I mean I would a lot do of it. those. Oh please. Absolutely. So I would do that. I would do that like right now. Right this minute. Boom. We'll do it right now. Yeah. And, and it's good to, and I think it's gonna take more I it's probably gonna take because I don't know that they'll take Fournier, so it's probably gonna take something else. But um, that's what I would do because he – I don't know what Toronto's going to do now, Gordon, because they're going in a different direction, right? No mm-hmm. Nick Nurse. Right. All right. You know, Siakam's Van been there Fleet for a while. Gone. Van Fleet Probably. is gone. Yep. You know, are, are they are they just going to, you know, start to retool that? Are they going to rebuild it? What are they going to do? You know, that, that's that going to be like the question. seems like a reset there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then what's, what's so funny, you're talking to the NBA – there's a story that everybody that you know, other than Trey Young, you can get anybody you want from Atlanta because <laughs> they're moving. John Collins, I never thought they would move John Collins. From, he's another he's guy gone. that's just been talked about for it feels like five years. Six <laughs> trading that guy. I know it's, it's been even a lot. when they were playing well in the playoffs, the people were talking about he was going to be traded. Yeah, it's crazy. It is, but but that that's the way the NBA is. So. That's what I'm concerned about being being Thursday, Gordon. What what is Josh Hart going to do? I would be stunned if he goes to 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 free agency. I mean, I think that they that they got something they're going to get something worked out where he's still here. Uh, Brunson's going to have to talk to him. 
Come on, man. Hang with us. We can do this together. We can do this. You know, and this uh, uh, DiVincenzo rumor continues. Well, I'm, you I mean, know. he went to the right school. So. Absolutely. I like him. I liked him when he was with Milwaukee. Because he was a guy that always said, Gordon, he, he plays D, but he is a really – and he's not just a three-point shooter. He also can put the ball on the deck and go to the basket. So I like a guy – I like him also as a three-point guy. You know, him, Seth Curry. I, Gordon, I want a couple of guys that would fit guys. that role. Absolutely. Yeah. I want as many mm-hmm. three-point guys as I can get because that's what the league is now. I know – and I know – I know I hear it. I hear it all the time. Oh, my God, these threes. What are we doing shooting threes in the NBA? Oh, my God, it's awful. It's this. Yes, but that's the game. That's the game, man. Because no, three is more than two. Right. <laughs> Did you see, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, Wembyama had a picture. T- I guess he went out to dinner with the all the Spurs legends. And Tim Duncan was there, and David mm. Robertson, Robinson was there, and mm. – um, who else was there? Manager Nobly was there. He made David Rob- David Robinson look like he was a guard. Wow! Like you would you would think that six inches is not that much of a difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. He I I, I couldn't believe it when I saw the picture. How much of a difference it made. It's amazing. That's, and David, David Robinson was, was seven foot. Well, am yeah, I, I know. Am I yeah. wrong? No. You're not. I know they say you, you start to shrink when you get older. I don't know mm-hmm. that he shrunk that much. And, and uh, Wimbanyama is so thin, that makes him yeah. look even taller. I guess. But seven somebody five said, is pretty somebody tall. Somebody saw him at the draft, <laughs> and he was walking around in a suit, and they said this is what it looks like when the little rascals would try to get into the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good line. That's a, that's a great line. I remember that. Yeah. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Wow. Yeah. But it's uh so you I gotta tell you, Gordon, they're not the they're not the NFL. But the NBA does a pretty decent job in keeping the sport alive during the Oh off no, season. the off season is fascinating. Um they do. It, and it, then you got it, the summer leagues coming up too. Yeah, but they got look, they gotta pick it up. Um yeah. I expect now, I've come to expect the NBA offseason to be uh, an absolute circus. It's fun. Uh, Porzingis deal, okay, but I I need a little bit more now. I, well, I need, free agency I need, will do it. Yeah, I need I need a big I need a big move here or two. That's and not just a big move, one that comes out of absolutely nowhere that I mm-hmm. never would have expected. That's what yeah. I'm looking for from the NBA here. Yeah, well, you might get that. You know, like uh, something huge, something something that. Well, that... well. Uh, um, Windhorse was saying that there's a lot of craziness going around with the, the Cavaliers that, that, that people wouldn't believe. So that's that's kind of what I'm looking for. Don't start that Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks. Uh, you again. never know. You never <laughs> oh, know, God. Larry. It's the NBA offseason. You don't know what to expect. I know we can expect Pat Ragazzo from Sports Illustrated. He's next on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, 82 inches.